Hello, my beautiful beings. Oh my gosh, it's a podcast day. So a lot of times I'll get DMs and people will ask me like, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? And as much as I miss and enjoy the idea of producing podcast episodes, I really feel like I can't post them unless it's like a full on lesson that I've learned that I want to talk about. And if I'm in an integration period or something is still, you know, I haven't learned the lesson. I can't give you answers to what I've learned. I can't be there at the end of, you know, the finish line saying, oh my gosh, this was intense. I know other people are going to go through this. If I'm in the middle of it, like, you know, I don't want to be the voice of reason when I'm confused as fuck. (laughs) This morning, I woke up and I had so much on my mind, like kind of resolution on my mind. And I just went and got some coffee and I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, oh boy, it's a podcast day. I need to talk to my friends on my podcast. Okay, but before we do get started, I want to also say this. I do take pride in what I post on the podcast. When I post it, it's like a full-on thing, and it's serious, and I take pride in it. I also love just posting and keeping in touch with you guys, so I think that a YouTube channel would be the much you know, more casual route where I can take you on my days, and we can do vlogs and like little story times and stuff like that instead of like, hour-long podcasts about things that aren't as fun, more lighthearted over on YouTube. So I am going to start doing that. I'm on break right now from school, so I'll have the time, although I am going to be taking a trip here shortly. I should probably just do it today, you know, why not? What do I have to lose? So I don't even know how to introduce today's episode. This is something that I am now seeing I've been dealing with for the past... I'd say good six months. I've been dealing with a mindset on autopilot, a mindset that wants me to be 300 steps farther than I am, and a mindset that has no patience for anything that isn't what I wanted. And so to compensate for that, I was using like affirmations when something would go wrong, I would say, oh, no, no, no. Like it's always... It, this is this is for the best. This is for the best. So instead of learning the lesson that was right in front of my face, I was using affirmations. And I was listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza the other day, and he made the statement that affirmations don't work if you're not meeting the affirmation with the energy, the frequency that exists to meet that affirmation. If you're sitting in a mindset that says that you hate yourself, but you're telling yourself in the mirror that you're beautiful, sure, it's a nice thought and it probably will integrate some kind of self-love. But to really meet that timeline where you are living as this, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to use the affirmation for. And I'm not saying like affirmations are trash, but I'm just saying if you're not doing the work to get towards the affirmation, you know, you're never going to see the result that you want to see and surely not as fast as you want to see it. So basically, I made a TikTok the other day and it was shameful. I was ashamed to post it, but it's true. I honestly hadn't sat down and meditated in like two months. And I also honestly hadn't really faced some trauma or just like things that really sucked, things that would happen and would really suck. I would kind of put myself on this pedestal of, well, I'm spiritual and I have a really good mindset, so I don't 
inherently need to face this because I can just tell myself that all is well and no. (laughs) Those things just sat and bottled up and in my root chakra, I would always feel resistance towards being able to ground myself. I always felt as if I couldn't really ground myself in the present moment. Hannah, girl, you couldn't ground yourself in the present moment because you weren't acknowledging things that were going on in the present that didn't feel good, but were 100% still there. So last night, I did some shadow work and it was terrifying. I did like six months worth of shadow work in an hour before my brain literally shut off and I fell asleep. Like it was just so much facing me that I needed to face. It was scary. Yeah, don't uphold all of your trauma to deal with at once because I'm telling you right now, it's not easy. Um, So basically, I used to smoke weed quite often. My sophomore year of college, which is two years ago now, I would smoke weed to sleep. I would smoke weed to chill out. I was smoking weed for the very casual reasons that most people smoke weed, just to like unwind. But then I started having a spiritual awakening from weed and I totally accredit weed to like opening my mind up to my awakening. I still think it would have happened regardless, but I think that it made the topic of conversation easier because I could find people that also smoke weed and kind of be like, hey, have you ever thought about this? And they'd be like, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is this? And then I found a friend that was like, hey, bitch, you're you're waking up. Like, congratulations. This is going to be a crazy ride. Let me teach you. Um, and so that's how we kind of made the journey easier. But I definitely think it still would have happened without it. I do not think that weed is a tool or any psychedelic for that matter is a tool that needs to be incorporated into a spiritual journey. I've pretty much been without anything at all for the past two years and that is when I've seen my actual journey even start like taking place in good ways. So I just want to make it known I don't think that you need to smoke weed to do any of this but I'm just saying it is a tool that I have access to and it does it does me it does what I'm looking for to happen. So I used to smoke weed all of the time. It would, um, I was meditating without knowing I was meditating. I was very, very interested in like esoteric questions, um, outer space. Why am I here? You know, the, the first questions you think of when you think of someone waking up is like, why am I here? Why am I working? I'm on this beautiful spinning rock in the middle of infinity. Like, yeah, those thoughts were pretty much all I thought about. And so weed was doing that for me but at the end of the day living in that kind of mindset isn't doing anything it's fascinating yes but it's not going to help you to grow it's not you're not really learning anything because no one's going to be able to tell you why you're on a rock spinning through infinity you know those are just thoughts that make you so uncomfortable that you kind of force you to wake up to the fact that there's something bigger going on here um so I loved weed And it really taught me how to meditate because when I would smoke, I didn't want to look at my phone. I definitely did not want to watch Netflix or, you know, anything that was basically just there to waste your time. I wanted to dive into the world that was my mind. And so without knowing I was meditating, I would just sit in silence for hours, sometimes, not even kidding, hours, but usually like a half an hour. Uh, I would want to move my body, do yoga without knowing it was yoga. And it was great. But then I started getting really bad panic attacks 
that would start literally the first hit I would smoke weed I would go into like an anxiety attack where I was on autopilot breathing (laughs) and just very uncomfortable and paranoid and I just wanted to go back to my normal state of mind because I felt so unfunctional in the way that I was and that really made me really paranoid so after some serious panic attacks where I actually still to this day think I could have been on the verge of a heart attack I just cold turkey was like I have outgrown weed and I came up with this whole weed theory I have a podcast episode on it on like the vibration of weed and how when you go through an awakening um you kind of outgrow it so if you're interested in that there's an episode it's called hands weed theory but back to the point so last night I kind of caught myself in the past few weeks a little depressed, like just out of touch with my spirituality. I was finding it hard to meditate. I was catching my mindset in ways that it wasn't healthy, but I had taught myself was healthy. For example, just like using an affirmation to cover up with a trauma. Like, no, the trauma still happened. You need to deal with it. But I was like, nope, peace and love. I'm going to not focus on that. And I was just avoiding 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 and so last night I knew I knew my friends I knew that smoking weed would force me to face some shit and hopefully 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 I would come out of it with some answers and I did come out of it with some answers but to make a long story short after I smoked I went into an instant panic attack like almost instantly And I fought it. I fought it with a mindset that said, you know, I can, I am in control of my body. I'm in control of my mind. I'm not going to feel anxiety because I went into this with the intention that I was going to face my insecurities and face my traumas. I am not going to spend this time having an anxiety attack. And my body autopilot went into yoga. I just started moving through yoga and immediately in my root, I felt all of this weight and it lifts up into my body, into my, you know, my reality. And so much just came up. I went from being so emotional over someone in my life that I love and like just yearning for them to hold the fuck up, you hurt me so bad, and I was like releasing all of this anger, and I didn't even realize that this was resting inside of me, I didn't even realize that I had all these emotions that were just bottled up down there, so it was coming out very scattered, basically how I went about it was I faced the situation for what it was, as terrifying as some of it was to look at an honest truth, I sat and I just dealt with it. I felt the uncomfortable feelings. I saw the light at the end of the tunnel that there was something to be learned in this situation. I just wrote. I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. I wrote how it made me feel. I wrote what I thought I was learning. I wrote why maybe I attracted this into my life, like why I needed to learn it. I wrote how uncomfortable it made me. I wrote how it didn't fit into that dream manifestation life that I have. And I made peace with the fact that it happened. And that I'm strong because I got through it. 
but that doesn't mean that I can't ever deal with it. Like I know I'm strong enough to do it now, so I need to deal with these things. You are your greatest project. You can't just fix your mindset once through this beautiful spiritual process and now you're this, oh my God, she's so positive. Oh my God, she's so happy. You can't just fix it once and do shadow work for like a month and then feel, oh my gosh, you're so free. And then you never have to do it again. It's a constant project that you will be working on because you will always be presented with more challenges and more things that hurt and things that will incorporate into how strong you are. And those traumas will build who you are. I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and he said, you know, all of the people that are interesting that are worth talking to, that are worth ha- worth having as a guest onto his show, they all come from really fucked up pasts. Or if they're not really fucked up pasts, they've been through some shit and they learned from those things and they dealt with them and now they wear them on their sleeve as who they are. And they are the most interesting, worth talking to people because they are so wise and they are so strong. So... We grow through what we go through. And I know that's a cheesy little quote, but in a way, the worst moments of my life were in those times I thought, what is, like, why, what did I do to deserve this? What did I do? Once you get through the brute of it, once you get through the pain, you look back on it and there's a part of you, and I'm not speaking for everyone, but I'm speaking for myself, that is actually grateful that those things happened because it has made me this version of myself that can sit here confident enough in herself to have a podcast and speak about things that have made me into someone that for more or less I love. I do love myself. But even better, I can share these things and validate it in other people that one day you will get through these things and you will be okay and it will make you stronger. But like, I mean, I haven't been able to make a podcast episode because in a sense, I knew I was suppressing all of these things and it was scary. I didn't feel valid in speaking on a podcast as someone who was worthy of this platform when I couldn't even face my traumas. And so speaking them through me allows me to, one, live in a reality that's real, that these things did happen and I've healed It takes a lot of anxiety off my back because I've dealt with them. But it allows me also in the end, once you've healed, to forgive or release. Because when these things happen to you, you have an option at the end where you can forgive that person. And you can understand that why they hurt you or why this thing happened to you is because they have just as much baggage and insecurities. And you reflect in them all of that and you show them their insecurities and so in a way you're just mirroring them they're using you as a mirror and it's unfair but it has nothing to do with you it's their traumas it's their insecurities and you can forgive them for that and maybe not keep them in your life but at least move on saying I don't hold any grudges to you in my heart I don't like you but I understand why you are the way that you are and so I forgive you and I move on And whether they do that or not doesn't really matter because when you forgive, in a sense, you kind of forget. You take the lesson on with you, but you kind of forget. Or you can just move on 
and you can learn the lesson and you can release them from your heart. You can let them go. They were just a play in your game and you move forward and you are free from that lesson. You hold it in your heart, but you are free from the baggage. I think when you run from your demons, you are constantly going to be running because as soon as you stop and you try to be at peace and, you know, my identity in some ways is having this platform, which is about mental health and good mental health. So I was constantly confronted with people in my DMs asking me for advice And I couldn't even do what I loved, which was help them or make these episodes or even confidently post TikToks as small as those are. Because when I stopped running and I sat down and tried to have these deeper conversations, all of mine would catch up to me. And I wasn't ready to deal with them. So I kind of neglected and resented something that I loved because it meant I had to face myself. And that terrified me. So when you're running from these problems, like I said, you will never stop running. You're always going to be on the hunt, on the chase for the next thing that's going to distract you and temporarily make you feel like your life is okay. For me, it was a person and he would distract me and he made me feel like my life was this fairy tale movie and all was well in the world because I had him. But as soon as I would go home, I wasn't comfortable sitting with myself. I wasn't comfortable sitting with my problems and my reality because I didn't have the distraction to tell me, oh, it's okay. Because in a lot of ways, it wasn't. I was neglecting myself. I was allowing myself to live in this fight or flight autopilot because I didn't want to deal with my problems. My, You know, you can be running from your problems and using, like I did, people. It can go other directions, though. It can be just using social media and constantly being on your phone or video games or watching TV and just, you know, living in this false reality instead of your own. It can be burying yourself in your work and neglecting your mental, physical, all of your, all of your health just to bury yourself in your work because when you're busy, you're not thinking about it. There's also some validation that people get from like using work as an excuse to not deal with their problems because you feel productive and you feel blah, 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 but I'll give you a month tops before you burn out and it hits you. You literally can never outrun your problems. You can only distract yourself for so long and then at some point it becomes like a challenge that you just need to face and it kind of catches up to you and you just, you're burnt out. And you deal with it. Now, whether you learn from it or not, that's a whole nother story. But let me tell you, my friends, the lessons that you refuse to learn will just keep happening. You will just keep going through the hamster wheel cycle of that pain, that problem, that exact lesson in different forms. And you will just keep learning it until you finally choose yourself and you choose to grow and not fall into the same traps that are just literally there until you pick yourself. Like most of the lessons that I've learned in life have just been taught and I keep learning them until I learn to choose myself. And once I choose myself, I put myself first and I realize this is my existence and I take the, you know, the reins of my destiny into my own hands. You just keep learning the same shit. It's almost funny. Something happened the other week that was so predictable. Like I was like, you know what? I know what I'm doing isn't right. 
I know that I'm neglecting myself in this situation and I bet that this will happen almost as like a a proving point from the universe that what I was doing wasn't right word for word the next day that shit happened and I laughed like it hurt I was upset yes I was down in the dumpsters but I actually did laugh at the predictability of how much I knew what I was doing was wrong and how much I would fight it because it was my band-aid so my beautiful people I want you to sit down there's no better time than today with a piece of paper or take a video of yourself like make like a little vlog and I want you to bring up the things that are sitting down in that root that root chakra that you are scared of and I just want you to look at them in the eyes and face them Once you can face yourself, you will feel so free to face anything else. And it doesn't mean that you're going to get up out of that and have freed yourself and made peace and love with all of the problems this day, but at least facing them introduces you to them. And then you've started the journey. Just start the journey. And then after that, you know, journal about it. Make peace with the fact that it happened. And eventually it won't be so scary And you'll be able to free yourself from your problems. That's not to say that you won't have more in the future. (laughs) But like I said, you are your greatest project. And it's a lot easier to face things as they come than to face them all at once like I did. And holy shit, it's a little bit scary. But like having pretty much ended this discussion, I'm sitting here 100% confident that I want to post this episode. When I would try to film an episode previous to today and after the last one I posted, that time in between, there's probably 20 episodes that I tried to make and even during the episode, I'd be like, I'm not going to post this. I'm just not confident in what I'm saying. I can't sit up here and say these high and mighty things like I know what I'm doing when I'm terrified of myself. So how am I going to... Like I just knew that I didn't hold the mindset in that moment to post it. After one night of shadow work and really facing my shit and like acknowledging it and carrying it with me, because it is a part of me. Like this is a part of me. I'm carrying it with me. I'm not letting it weigh me down. I'm not letting it, you know, consume me, but I'm at least acknowledging it. I am already 100% confident that I want to post this and I'm proud of myself. So it is freeing. There is some instant freedom that comes from this, but it's not an instant like, you know, you're healed and you're ready and you've let it go in one night. It can be. There's no right or wrong way to do it, but I don't want you to like rush yourself through a very intense process. But something else that I've kind of realized myself dealing with is this addiction towards victories through validation and the disgust of my life not constantly moving forward to bigger and better things. You can't always be living this highlight reel. You know, they say there's like 30 minutes of the movie of your life would be the exciting, oh my God, like victories and it's perfect and blah, blah, blah. And then like the other hour is downtime. It's time when you're healing yourself. It's time when you're learning things. It's not always gonna be perfect. And I have a really hard time accepting that. And so, you know, something as simple as just allowing myself to relax and watch YouTube at the end of the night. I'm like constantly in my head, like 
this is so unproductive. You need to be working on your dreams. You need to be doing this and that. And while that mindset can be motivating and get you where you need to go, it can also burn you out really quick. So then I'll go days where I'm just go, go, go with my like career and trying to do like social media stuff and trying to live a life with a lot of excitement. But then after like two weeks of that, I will be burnt out and have to spend a day or two days or three days where I don't have the willpower to do a damn thing. Like I can't even eat. I'm just like, I just need to lay and ground myself back into all that just happened because it was a lot and I'm completely off my rocker as far as like, you know, a lot just happened and I didn't really resonate with any of it because I was just constantly looking forward to the next thing. Grounding myself has been the biggest lesson of this past year. Like since 2021 started, it has been Hannah grounds herself because a lot has happened. And a lot has changed. And my reality looks a lot different than it did a year ago. And I was very grounded a year ago. I hadn't been grounding myself a lot this year. So the distinction of where I was now to where I was then was very confusing to me. Because I was constantly looking to the next moment instead of just being here now. And it was really confusing when I would actually try to ground myself. Because I'd be like, whoa, all this integrated into my reality and here I am and I'm in it, but I don't really feel like I'm in it. And then I would ground myself, you know, root chakra into the ground, accepting my reality and just being in the moment, like constantly bringing myself back to the moment when I'd be doing something, even at the store. And I'd be thinking about what I'm going to do in three days. I would just bring myself back. Yes, that's then, but this is now and try to bring myself back to the moment and be here now. It's a really big problem of mine and I'm curious if that's something that a lot of people go through or if it's something like I just specifically struggle with more, but I constantly have to bring myself back into the moment and there's peace in this moment. There's nothing but peace in this moment right now. You know, three days from now, I don't know what I'm going to be dealing with, but right now I know that I'm sitting in my warm home doing something that I love, which is making my podcast. I've got a nice cup of coffee and I'm happy, and I'm here with myself because I'm happy in this moment, but you know, in three days, I don't know what's going to happen, so yes, that thought is exciting, and it's worth thinking about, but living there isn't going to do you anything because when you get to that time, you're probably going to be living three days forward from then, so when do you ever touch back base with like this person right here, right now, and that's how, like that's kind of how I was running from my trauma and my problems was I was just looking forward, but little did I know that like while I was looking forward, running behind me was all this shadow work that needed to be done and it was weighing me down. It was ruining good moments because I could feel all of this baggage behind me. All right, my beautiful beings, that's about all I've got for you, but um, it feels really, really good to be back. And as always, my DMs are open. What you guys have to say literally is the whole point of why I do these. I just love hearing from you all. So yeah, my Instagram will be in the description, but it's hannah.jj. And then my TikTok is hannah.jjj. You can keep up with me there and look forward to the YouTube because I am so excited to start. All right, I'm sending you all so much love.